going on there, youth pastors? Paul Turner here from the discipleproject.net and your host of the Youth Ministry Motion podcast. So glad to be with you today. Hope you're well. Hope you don't hear too much uh, thunder or lightning in the background of this episode because it is storming here in Birmingham, Alabama. I hope the weather is better where you are. Uh, if it's not, then I'm terribly sorry. But I hope no matter what you're doing uh, is fun. Maybe you're on a run. Maybe you're listening in the car. Maybe you're listening in your office or at work if you're bivocational. And if you are bivocational, well, you're going to love this episode because I'm going to talk about being a bivocational youth worker, which is what I am currently, and I have held that role before. And so we're going to break it down today. We're going to talk about balance and boundaries. It's a two-part series, so today I'm going to talk about balance, and then in the next episode, I'm going to talk about boundaries. So no matter where you are joining me from, thank you. Thank you for being a part today. If you're brand new here to the podcast, appreciate your time, appreciate your attention. I hope this episode speaks to you today. And if you're a regular, well, as always, thank you. Thank you for listening. This is like episode 229, but it doesn't matter whether this is your first episode or this is your 229th episode if you're an OG. So let's kick things off with the motion metrics and let's see who's listening and from where. Uh, Top people this week is Monica. I hope I'm saying it right. Or it's Monique A. We have Mild Genius, uh, who, by the way, suggested this topic. So shout out to her. And then we have Go Pup 6. Thanks to all of you for listening. And then the top cities. What up, Glasgow? Glasgow, Scotland, UK, stepping it up real big. Somebody in there has been, somebody's been listening over there in the UK and heard me the other few weeks and said, hey, we're not going to have that. We're going to be top city this week. So shout out to you, Glasgow. And then we have Sherman and Louisville. Last but not least, top countries, US, UK, and Singapore. And no matter where you're listening from, thank you so much. This podcast goes out all around the world, and I'm glad to serve youth workers wherever you are because there are young people everywhere that need Jesus and they need well-equipped youth workers to help them find Jesus, grow them in their relationship with Christ, and send them back out into the world. And the whole goal of this podcast is to keep you motivated and keep your youth ministry moving forward. And I hope this episode does just that. Now, before we get into today's episode, this episode is brought to you by the Youth Ministry Roundup newsletter. That is the newsletter that I've been putting out for quite some time. Uh, It's approaching almost 300 newsletters that I've put out. And if you were interested in getting a newsletter that shares videos, articles, quotes, trends, free lessons, and anything else I can think of that's going to equip you to meet the needs of your students or your church, then this newsletter is for you. Currently, I'm giving, uh, as part of this, if you go ahead and subscribe to the newsletter, uh, I have a lesson called, Where Would I Be Without Jesus? And that was based a study that I did based on Christy Knuckles' song, Where Would I Be? And it is a great uh, lesson. If you're still looking for an Easter lesson, I think this fits right in with the season and it can be yours. All you gotta do is sign up for the newsletter. Try it out, kick the tires, try a few issues. If it's not your bag, you can always unsubscribe. But to be honest, I don't think you will. I think you'll enjoy it so much, you'll stay with it. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. And like I said, it was suggested by Mild Genius to talk about bivocational youth ministry. And I am currently a bivocational youth worker. I have held this title before. Like I said, I'm well-versed in it. And I do believe the two essential skills that a bivocational youth worker needs uh, to be able to make a bivocational youth ministry work is balance and boundaries. And like I said, today we're going to talk about balance and next week we're going to talk about 
boundaries. So when you were a kid, did you ever try to balance out a seesaw, right? You, you have to have the, the right amount of weight on each side of that seesaw or teeter-totter, if you want to call it that. And yes, it's fun to try to, you know, balance that out, but you discover quickly that it's super hard to do. And even when you do it, maybe if if maybe for a moment you might have it, you know, just, just for the few seconds you go, and then suddenly it kind of rocks back and forth. But I'll say this, I think this is the first thing that a bivocational minister has to give up. The belief that perfect balance can be achieved. Sure. Yeah. There's going to be times that you feel that life in ministry is balanced. Well, uh, until a bird lands on one side of the seesaw and throws everything off. So let me begin with offering three tips for balancing the best you can, the fickle seesaw between ministry and the rest of your life. So the first thing I think you have to look at balancing is your emotions. There will be time when you are feeling like you are not giving any area of your life your best which results in guilt. And you should never feel guilty for serving your family more than you serve the church. In serving your family, you are being a good example to your students. And there'll be those who will, you know, might question your commitment and you may even question yourself, but guilt is not something you should carry with you because God has not called you to be a savior or a superhero. He called you to serve to the best of your ability. Don't let anyone make you feel bad for doing your best. In fact, I would challenge those people to get out here in the fields and help with the harvest. The second area you're going to have to work with in balancing is your time. And you may be working a job that pays the bills and have a position in the church that pays something or near nothing, or you may be doing it for free, which I don't recommend. Your time is worth something and your pastor should recognize that. Don't be afraid to say no to things your pastor requests if it interferes with your bill-paying job. The key to getting things done is giving away as much of the ministry as possible. Equip the saints for the work of the ministry, and you will have more time, less burden, and get more done. Your students will understand if you can't go to camp because of your regular job. Your regular job may not understand if you want to take time off to go to camp. So keep the job that makes the family work. And the third area of balance, I would say, is balancing your expectations. You may be dreaming of getting out of your regular job to do youth ministry full-time, and that's awesome, but your church may not be ready to hire you full-time. I would also add, I don't know if your youth ministry would benefit from you being full-time. If you think, if I was just full-time, this ministry would grow, I would challenge that. Your ministry isn't small because you're not faithful. Your ministry isn't dynamic because you're not giving your best. If I was full-time at my church, it wouldn't change anything. My students would still be who they are. The church would still be who they are. I mean, think about it. There are plenty of churches with under 100 people with full-time pastors. The time isn't what's changing it. Time isn't the factor you think it is. God moves in lots of ministries where no one is full-time. Balance the expectations of yourself. You plant you water, God brings the growth. I'd like to finish up with this quote from Gordon B. Hinckley. The major work of the world is not done by geniuses. It is done by ordinary people with balance in their lives who have learned to work in an extraordinary manner. So listen, there's no such thing as a part-time anointing. If you think being part-time makes you less effective, I disagree. God doesn't hand out part-time anointings. He fully anoints you 
and you are fully anointed to do the work you're doing, whether you're part-time or full-time or bivocational or whatever the case may be. Don't get full-time ministry confused with success. There are plenty of part-time bivocational youth workers all over the world who are successful. Their degree of success may not be in numbers, but it may be in ministering to the young people that God has given to them, and they do that every week, week in and week out, with the anointing God has given them. And you are no different. So don't think of yourself as less than simply because you do it part-time. In fact, I think God smiles on bivocational youth workers because quite frankly, the sacrifice is greater. You're putting in more time, more effort than a lot of full-time youth workers do. So let me encourage you that if you are part-time, if you are bivocational, let me tell you something, you're as equally, if not more valuable than a full-time youth pastor. So if your goal is to be full-time, keep your emotions, time, and expectations balanced and wait for God to open that next door. And when he does, you'll be ready. And that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this uh, episode was of great benefit to you. If it was, well, you can always stop by the Discord that I have now for the podcast where you can come on in, ask questions, uh, talk about the episode. You can make recommendations for other episodes like Mild Genius did for today. And you could meet some other cool youth workers. So come on in, start a conversation, join a conversation, and be a part of the conversation. I'll put the link down below to the Discord and also to the Youth Ministry Roundup newsletter where you can get the Where Would I Be Without Jesus lesson. And that is it for today, guys. If nobody's told you lately that you're doing a good job, well, let me tell you something. You're doing a good job and you're only going to get better. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode.